Weekly Warp Pipe. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Weekly Warp Pipe, a podcast dedicated to retro video games, 80s and 90s toys, and all things nostalgia. We are part of the Dorkening Podcast Network, and we're brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. This week, we're jumping in that Warp Pipe and going back and taking a look at cartoons that actually were based on some movies. So it was a movie, came out as a movie, and you wouldn't think, like, why would they make a cartoon out of this? But they did, so hopefully you'll remember some of these. But before we get into the episode, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Rise and shine, my sinners. When Father Evil starts his day, he gets a little deadly. Deadly Grounds Coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at getdeadly.com. Coffee's so good, it's scary. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Weekly Warp Pipe. I'm Russ Lyman. I'm NES Addict. Yes. What is good, Jay? What's going on? Oh, uh, I don't know. Not much. Just hanging out. Hey, Ready? so I, I was hanging out. I was hanging out with David Apuzo, and I got to see you on the YouTubes. I was excited. You were on Retro Rick's channel. He was doing a uh, showcase of your game room closet. Oh, yeah. That did happen tonight, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, when did he film this? <laughs> yeah they filmed that uh at southeast game exchange last year okay. I, I actually had forgotten that it was supposed to come out mm-hmm. and he sent me a text like like maybe like six days ago five days yeah. ago and just a picture of it and was like oh yeah i forgot about that <laughs> what's funny because dave was like isn't the game room changed from them i'm like yeah i think he changed it around since i mean i had out. to that sign oh, just, you got the sign yep that thing was a hoss to get in here. So yeah, stuff's moved around a little bit. Everything else looks pretty good, except except it's not as clean as it was in that video. So. Oh, okay. Obviously, you got to clean if it's going to be on Absolutely. On <laughs> so that was fun, though. Nice. Yeah, if you guys want to check that out, is it is on Retro Rick's channel. You can search him and check out Jay's Game Room, the tiny closet. That's it. <laughs> There was a lot of uh, a lot of jokes about me and Rick being in the closet, or somebody was <laughs> somebody was like, "Why don't Why don't they t- title it?" And yes, addict comes out of the closet. Get that clickbait. That's right. I was like, you, That's him, and, and Andy were in there. I <laughs> know, oh, right? It's three three guys, a little room. <laughs> so, um, so we were browsing uh, a TikTok, and I came across this uh, little TikTok video, and it it sparked my interest of like this could make a pretty good podcast. It was. Um, movies that were turned into cartoons kind of ones you were like really they made a cartoon out of that like (laughs) right there's a few that you obviously probably remember but there's a lot that you might not because so yeah i i um i would say out of the i think we got 13 on this list here and yeah i probably watched maybe four or five I probably yeah, I probably watched two or three, maybe four, but I remember one the the most of all. And when we get to that one, I'll let you know what it is because I don't want to spoil anything. So there we go. I don't know what Russ wants to start with, but right. I will say, hey, if um you guys are listening and watching, be sure to follow us on social medias. I made a Instagram for us and a Facebook page, and that's just the weekly war pipe. You could search that. Or if you guys want, you can um Drop us a line. We have a phone number, 949-682-9277. You can leave us a message or a text message and, uh, you know, either about something random or maybe if um, I post what the topic is we're talking, you can discuss on that. So, yeah, yeah reach out to us. That'd be a lot of fun. That'd be cool. We do have a message today I'll be playing later Ooh, on. So excellent. That. Our first message. Woo! That's breaking ground, breaking new ground. <laughs> Okay, so I'll try. I, I opened up a bunch of tabs so I can show you guys if you guys are watching on YouTube here, uh, possibly what the cartoons animation maybe looked like, and I can explain a couple facts about said um, cartoons. But the first one on our list, definitely shocking, and I wouldn't have known. But First Blood Rambo, yeah, they, they made a cartoon in 1986. So it's one of the few that I feel like I probably saw, but I just don't remember. 
Right. Let's see. I'll pull up. Um, there was a toy line there. that came out. I remember having a Rambo toy. He I was, absolutely had that Rambo toy. Yeah. It was probably about this tall. And he looks very similar, similar to, to the, the cartoon. Arsenal. Yes. So I wonder if maybe those were supposed to be paired together. Okay, let's see. Let's cut that out here. Okay, so here's um, on Colonial Truman's request. John Rambo leads a special unit, the Force of Freedom, against paramilitary terrorist organization SAVAGE. This is an acronym. Specialist Administrators of Vengeance, Anarchy, and Global Extortion. The all same, over the globe. The same guy that did that made the SCAT acronym. Did he? NES. No, no, I'm making, <laughs> Come making on. that up. Pulling my leg. <laughs> so here's some of the uh, the animation style that they have with the um, photos here. And, you know, definitely, obviously getting like a G.I. Joe vibe. I don't know yeah. if it gets any bigger. It kind of yeah, does. Those ninjas look kind of like, you know, Storm Shadow-esque. Yeah, they look right. very G.I. Joe-esque. Obviously, Rambo with no shirt. Look at that freak. <laughs> I could almost see them doing a crossover episode. Yeah, you know, like uh, Sergeant Slaughter made it to, you know, uh, the G.I. Joes. Why didn't Rambo? Right. So, again, this came out in 1986, and there were 65 episodes of this so that's a lot that's a good amount i will say so kids kids were checking it out and uh i guess enjoying it and like you said um i definitely remember having that rambo action for i had pretty sure i had the rambo one and i'm pretty sure there was like a chuck norris i had a chuck norris too he had like a uh orange shirt or coat uh, maybe it was like a vest with like a blue shirt underneath or white yes or something. yes and and i remember rambo having a a rocket launcher um, and the rocket had a string on it, so I guess you wouldn't lose it. And you can like pop it out, and it just goes. Boop. I don't remember the string, but I remember the rocket launcher. And I remember there being like a big, like, uh, like a knife too. That yes, had. yes. So, but yeah, that that toy was cool. Um, they were it was like the same size as like a sectar, so I think I probably fought them. Yes, or like an almost like an original GI Joe, the taller ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sweet, but yeah, um, sixty five episodes. That's surprising that it ran that long. Oh, yeah. What, what, I wonder what that equates to. Probably How 12, many? 10 to 12 episodes a season. Wouldn't you think? I would think so. But it, it says here one season. Wow. <laughs> that's a, you know, 65 episodes in one season. Dang, that's a, that's a long season. Apparently. Oh, well. Sweet. Check um, it out. What else we got on the list? Robocop. Robocop. Yeah. Another uh, R-rated movie. They're, they're like, I, I don't understand the thought process of this where they're like, okay, R-rated film. Boom. Let's make a cartoon for kids. Same as the kids. But you know, though, like back then we watched that stuff. So it doesn't, while today maybe it seems a little strange, it, it actually makes a lot of sense. I feel like I remember my friend Mark was always watching like RoboCop and Terminator and Predator and Rambo, you know, anything that you would think that maybe like a kid shouldn't be watching. We were always watching it. <laughs> Whatever their dad rented from the VHS. That's it. You're like, you're like, all right, let's go. So um, RoboCop wasn't as, I guess, popular as Rambo, unfortunately, because I think it only had 12 episodes. See, that's like a real season. Right. RoboCop. Looks cool. 1988. Um, superhero animated series based on the 87 movie. The cartoon aired as part of the Marvel Action Universe programming block. Interesting. Is, is he part of the Marvel Universe? Cinematic Universe? I don't know. The show made a number of changes to the Robocop universe to make it appropriate for younger viewers, including replacing bullets with lasers. Yeah. Always good to do that. And shifting the series to more science fiction setting. Okay. Like, in the series, RoboCop had a red light in the middle of his visor, which occasionally panned the whole visor. Oh, kind of like Kit, I guess, the car. Yeah, maybe. Um, it's set in an alternate continuity where events similar to those shown in the movie happened, excluding Clarence Bordock's death, who shows up in the last episode. Um, yeah. The ownership of the series passed to Disney in 2001 when Disney acquired Fox which also includes Marvel 
Oh, it's not. It does says, but it, series not available on Disney Plus. I was like, Come are on. you kidding me? Another sin Disney's committing. I would have totally watched this. Let's see. Do I have? Can we get it, more images of the? Yeah. So there you go. I mean, I like the art style. Yeah. I don't know about I don't know about this one here to the right of it. If that's like newer. No. Yeah. That doesn't look like it. So, so like these older ones here. But and the name's Murphy. Right. <laughs> But RoboCop, yeah. Again, they had toys as well. I feel like a lot of these, they're trying to get as much money as they can from the franchise. So if they're doing a cartoon or if maybe they had pitched the toy line, they're like, well, why don't we do a cartoon as well? Like vice versa. I felt like cartoons, I mean, and they probably say this on the toys that made us, but they're basically like 30 minute, you know, commercials for the toys they were trying to sell you, which is why they were always paired together. And clearly it worked because we still want the crap today. <laughs> Absolutely right. I mean, that's they knew their demographic audience. They're like, kids are going to watch this. They're going to want the toys and tell their parents and they're going to go to the store and hopefully, you know, buy a bunch of them. And 35 years later, I still want a bunch of them. <laughs> nice. So I don't know what's next on your list, but okay. I know the one that I remember. One. Okay. Um, I remember watching Beetlejuice a ton. Absolutely. Yeah. Beetlejuice was a great cartoon for sure. Yeah. It was very uh, dark, you know, even though it was a cartoon. I mean, uh, Lydia was still in it. Beetlejuice was still in it. And he was still pretty outlandish. Obviously not as vulgar as the movie or vulgar at all. You know, maybe he like had like smelly feet or like smelly underarms or belly button. Lint. You know, like he was yes. still gross. Yes. But he wasn't like, you know like rude like he was in the movie i but, almost feel just butt in quickly i think the the um we me and steph went to go see the uh broadway play of beetlejuice and i feel like that maybe pulled i don't know what came first or whatever but pulled i feel like in the play beetlejuice and lydia were more friends okay than they were in the movie like in the movie they weren't really friends she was just using beetlejuice to like get get the uh the couple back or whatever help the, help the couple right yes but like so you watch this cartoon her and Beetlejuice are like best buds. Like. Yeah, like best friends <laughs> hanging out every day, like me and Russ. <laughs> and uh, they were, you know, I, I like the fact that they kept the sandworms and all the goofy characters. There was like a, a skeleton named Jacques, I remember. Okay. He was like a French skeleton, you know, because skeletons are French. And um, <laughs> but yeah, just all kind of weird characters, you know, and they, the neither world was still there. And it, it was a, it was a great cartoon. I watched it all the time. I'll pull up some. Uh, and then once again, it had toys. There was Beetlejuice toys. Yes. And so many different toys for sure on that. One. I don't know if they had Beetlejuice cartoon toys, but I know they definitely had ones that were more like based off the movie. Right. One of the ones I remember is uh, there was like this um, coffin and like you would flip this little thing back and forth and Beetlejuice would like disappear in the coffin. Yep. Yep. So here's some images of Beetlejuice here. He's got like yellow hair and then of course his black and white striped uh outfit here with a purple shirt and a tie. And Lydia, I like her like spider web red dress that she yeah. wore. I like how both of them have like purple around their eyes, like their eyes are sunken in. They're all right. Gone. Um, and see, so it says the series um ran September 9th, nineteen eighty-nine to October twenty-sixth, ninety-one on ABC and Fox. Yep. That's, that's where I saw a lot of it, the reruns on Fox after um, school. It was developed by film directors Tim Burton, who also received, also served as an executive producer. The animated series focused on the life of goth girl Lydia Dietz and her undead friend Beetlejuice as they explore the netherworld. Super fun. Yeah, definitely. If you guys haven't seen this, it'll be worth checking out. I think you could buy the full like box set pretty cheap online. Yeah, I want to I want to go back and watch some of these cartoons, especially Beetlejuice. I did. Um, I started watching not on this list, but someone had brought it up. The um, Spider-Man series um, from like the 90s. The one that's like Spider-Man. I think so. Yeah, with that's the intro like some like really weird intro. <laughs> uh, but that's on Disney Plus. So I think I watched maybe five, five or six episodes on there. And that was pretty interesting. Maybe one day I'll talk myself into buying Satan Plus. I mean, Disney Plus. 
<laughs> I think we get it from uh, Steph's brother. We let him use our Hulu and we get on the Disney Plus. Yeah, I think me and a friend, me and my friend uh, Nick need to do that. I know they have it. Um, let's see. We'll do one that since we knew knew a lot about that, we'll do one that we probably didn't watch. Um, Jumanji. Jumanji. Yeah. Jumanji was a cartoon. It was, of course, a movie with Robin Williams about the uh, board game and all that. One of the things that I noticed about the artwork on Jumanji is it looks very Nickelodeon-esque. Yes. You know what it reminds me of? I do. I do. I can. I bet I can guess. You ready? <laughs> you ready? Let's see if we can link brains. Okay. The wild thornberries. <laughs> Absolutely. You can see the photos here if you guys are watching on YouTube. But the art style definitely reminds me of the wild thornberries. Wouldn't be surprised if it was the same artist. Right. Um, I, I, I probably caught a few episodes here and there. I don't know when it came on. Let's see if we can get some information on it or where it played. Um, let's see. September 8th, 1996. It ran um, for three seasons. It was carried by the UPN kids block on UPN. Can't say I remember that. So what's weird about that is that came out when I was 15 years old. Okay. And I think I was probably, I might've watched the cartoon here or there. So it's, it's hard to say if I've seen this, but I feel like I have. Right. I said, you know, I, that UPN channel, I don't know. It doesn't ring a bell, but I definitely remember seeing it on something. So obviously maybe it was reruns or something like that. Yeah. Um, what does it say for the plot here? Judy and Peter Shepard are two kids that found a board game called Jumanji each turn, the two of them were given a game clue and then sucked into the jungle until they solved their clue. They meet Alan Parrish, who was trapped in the Jumanji because he had never um, seen his clue. So it's basically based on, on the, the movie uh, the movie itself there. And if you guys seen the remake as well, Alan Parrish, I think, was in that as well. Yeah, I don't know if I saw the movie, but I, I remember the first one had what, Robin Williams in it? Yes. Yeah. Robin Williams then they did a remake classic. with uh, with The Rock and Jack the Black. Rock. And um, of course, it was yeah. Rock and Jack Black. <laughs> he's in everything. He's gonna be he's gonna be Bowser now. Yes, the new. Hey, sp uh, speaking of the new, the last trailer dropped. Yep, <laughs> because it's Mario movie. Because it's technically Mario Day in Japan. Correct. Were you guys listening to this on Saturday? It would have passed, but Happy Mario Day. Happy Mario Day. <laughs> Um, Happy Mario to the Mario's you could Mario. <laughs> Another movie, um, probably around the same time, that ended up into a cartoon, The Mummy. The Mummy. This lasted two seasons. Man, they tried to make a cartoon out of everything, didn't they? I guess so. They're like, let's just see what sticks. So you, you guys want to draw this and see if you can come up with some uh, something good? So it's probably like 95, 96 also? Yeah, let's see. I'm going to... Bring it up right here. Um, no, September 22nd, 2001. Oh, wow. Okay. Way later than I thought. Yeah. So I was uh, 20 at that point. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was retooled. And what does this say? Uh, the Mummy, also known as the Mummy Animated Series, um, based on the movie. It was on the Kids WB. Um, they renamed it the, Money, the Mummy Secrets of... Majaji for its second and final season, which began February 2003. The show canceled on June 7th. Um, reruns of the show still air on Kids WB until it was moved, removed from its Saturday morning lineup around July 2003. Yeah, sad day. Um, let's see if we could see some of the art style here. Looks pretty cool. It definitely reminds me of... A, little bit if you've seen the disney movie atlantis yeah i see i can see that i can see almost the main character like that but totally 90s i mean yeah they're fighting mummies there's like this like wolf looking character over here yeah they look cool they did also come out with unrelated i saw this here because it says full game they did come out with a game a video game um based on the mummy for like what system? Like on Switch or something. Oh, okay. Cool. And, and it's supposed to be really, really good. I doubt I'll try it, but 
for those <laughs> mummy fans out there clamoring for some action. That's it. There you go. Can you remember any others on this list? Do you want me to roll up another? I'm going to be honest with you. I can't remember. Us. I know we talked about it like the other day, but <laughs> Beetlejuice is all I got. So you're going to have to lead the rest of them off, dude. No problem. Um, let's see. One we didn't speak of. Definitely an excellent, excellent movie. Mm. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. They made a cartoon series out of that. Yeah. When did that come out? Uh, let's see. Let's oh, see. Oh, I do remember one for next. Bill and okay. Ted, the 90s. I'll grab the next one. Looks like 1990 animated uh, series uh, spinoff of the 89 film. And as in the film, the show features two dim-witted teenager musicians, Bill and Ted, who are visited by Rufus, Rufus, a man from the future who needs them to graduate high school in order to start a rock brand that inspires the people of the future. Um, does it say how many seasons it lasted? Probably one. Two seasons, oh, 21 okay. episodes. I feel like I saw this as a kid because my brother took me to see Bogus Journey, at least. Yeah. Um, and they definitely had I've seen in the store, um, I, I, maybe NECA, one of the action figure companies definitely put out toys of these. Yeah, you could see them right here on Amazon. Toonie Classics. So that's that's NECA. Toonie Classics. Um yeah, I definitely seen a few of these here and there. I really enjoyed the uh, the movie itself. So if this came on. Yeah, I definitely would watch it. Yeah, it's, it's basically just more time travel adventures of them going through time. And yeah, they could probably pretty much go ruckus. anywhere and doing it. it probably is, was easy to create episodes for them. Right, because you're dealing with like time travel and whatnot. You could go um, anywhere. Does say the cast was replaced. What is this here? Um with, did it start out with someone else and they replace the leads now voiced by Evan Richards and Christopher Kennedy, the actors who would go on to portray Bill and Ted on the short lived live action television series. Oh, wow. That's funny. I didn't even know about that. That apparently ran in 92 of August. So they did a cartoon TV series and a movie. Do they have names of any of the episodes? I'd be curious, like, um, let's see. There's got to be a list. There's all additional voices. That way, you can, maybe you can tell like where they went. Okay, here we go. So we got some episodes. One sweet and sour Chinese adventure. Oh, well, that's that's getting canceled. <laughs> Most excellent Roman holiday. Read the Mob second one. Read the second one. The birth of rock and roll, or too hip for the womb. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> um. A Black Knight in San Dimas. What is that about? A math teacher named Mrs. Spleen is fed up with Bill and Ted and threatens them with expelling them unless they catch up on their homework. In order to get a great audience at their concert, they go back to get their old friends Jonah and Elizabeth from the 15th century England, but end up in the Crusades with Muslim leader Saladin. 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 <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um miss miss spleen what a great name mrs spleen uh San, a black knight in san dimas is like uh a reference to san dimas high school football rules right which was from bill and ted right wasn't what's was that from i always forget now because like i'm like i you know san dimas high school football rule or doyle rules makes me think of that <laughs> i know there's a atari song called san dimas high school football rules the band of Atari, not the band, the, the band, the Ataris. Yes. <laughs> named after the system. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got to see him play uh, Chris Rowe at the space and hand him. It was just him acoustically. And when he played that song, San Dimas high school football is the name of the song. Yeah. Um, he literally didn't sing it. He just played the guitar and the entire crowd sang the song. Cause it's like such a sing along. One of my friends got to open for him here. Uh, in in upstate South Carolina, and um, it was amazing. I loved, I loved it. You know, like I was a big fan of the Ataris even before uh, the album "So Long a Story" came out, which was the one they kind of hit it big because they covered um, "Boys of Summer" uh, by uh, Don Henley. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, they, that that was a great album. But anyway, they're actually <laughs> uh, going on tour with with that album as like a reunion. Oh, tour. sick! That'd be amazing. So. Uh, Maybe you could catch them again. It was cool. This is this is off 
it's off on a tangent, but Chris was selling um, this little art that he made out of like pictures he would take. Mm-hmm. And he autographed the back. And that was like the, one of the first gifts I ever gave my wife. It was like a, a Ferris wheel. It looked really cool. Nice. Yeah, he uh, was definitely all about pictures. I think that album cover, So Long a Story, is all his photos like throughout the booklet and stuff. And that's kind of a throwback to the Goonies, right? Yeah, one of the songs. We yeah. found a map to bury tre- Yeah, I yeah. know all the words anyway. <laughs> Moving on. We're talking about cartoons, not the Ataris. Before we get on to more cartoons, we're going to let you uh, hear from some other podcasts on the Dorkening Podcast Network that we think you guys should be checking out. Do you like gaming? You know, this game would be better if it was a battle royale. Do you like technology? I bet this tech would work better if it was a battle royale. Do you like movies, TV shows, and everything else that me and Nate can't agree on? The Last Jedi was easily the best Star Wars film I have ever seen. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Everybody in this room is stupid now because of you. Talking Gaming and Tech is a bi-weekly podcast where we cover the latest and greatest in gaming and tech. Now part of the Dorkening Podcast Network. Talking Gaming and Tech is a podcast produced by Tech Prime Media. You can find us on YouTube and all their social media platforms. You can find Talking Gaming and Tech on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcasts from. This podcast is filmed live. If you want to check us out while we're filming live, remember to follow links on social media and your comment might be read on air. And we're back. Um, Hey, Jay, someone left us a voicemail. I can't wait to hear this. Did you know you guys can call us at uh, 949-682-WARP? That's 949-682-9277. Uh, we got a message from, from Brandon. Let's Brandon. see. I'll bring it up here. and Hopefully this works for some we're doing this year. Hey, Russ. It's Brandon with Game Junction. Just wanted to call in to you guys. Say uh, good luck with your podcast. Uh, we'd love to get you um, on the Game Junction podcast sometime as well. Uh, watching everything you guys are doing, definitely supporting and cheering you on. Good luck with everything, and uh, keep up the great work, Russ and everyone. Have a good day. Hey, Russ. Excellent. Brandon with Game Junction. Just wanted to call. Oh, likewise, to Game Junction. We hope you guys. Uh, have yeah, he actually success. does a he does a podcast with uh, Gamer Aimer. Oh, Brandy. Yeah, yeah. I love Brandy. So he was like, "See if you guys want to come on." I was like, "I don't know what Jay's schedule. If like I'll be able to get him to come on with with us." Uh, yeah. Together, but I was like, I could definitely hop on there. Absolutely. So yeah, thanks so much, Brandon, for calling. I appreciate you guys supporting us and tuning in every week. And uh, yeah, we'll keep up. Well, the good shoot, work. I gotta now I gotta watch Game Junction. I didn't know Brandy was part of that. Yeah. Hey guys, Gamer Amer here. Man, Brandy's got the coolest stuff ever. <laughs> I don't know how she keeps fitting in at her home. <laughs> I'm pretty sure her furniture is made out of Nintendo games. Made out of Nintendo games. <laughs> All right, back to random movies that got a cartoon here on the Weekly Warp Pipe. All right, I'm ready. I got the next one. I remembered one, Russ. Oh, perfect. The Real Ghostbusters. That's right. You the had Real Ghostbusters. With Slimer. You know, yes. you had all of them. Uh, you had uh, Janine, Egon, Peter, Win- uh, Winston. Yep. Uh, who am I forgetting? Vankman. Egon, Vankman. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, the other one uh, uh, with the glasses. They're... Uh shoot! Then they I have. Said, uh, I said. I said Egon. No, no, he's not the main character. He was Egon, like the side guy. Egon was Ray. Not Ray. Was it Ray? <laughs> no, the one that got possessed by the dog in the movie. Oh, he's in Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, Rick was in his character. Rick, in it Rick Moranis. Yeah, Rick Moranis. I don't know what his name is. No, I don't. I don't remember him in the cartoon. I'm trying to remember if he wasn't. Maybe he wasn't in there. But the real go- fun fact: my old boss is uh, listening. Retro Games Plus. I watched through this whole series while working at Retro Games Plus. It's it was a good on cartoon. Netflix. I just put it on to have uh, you know something to play in the game store. So I kind of got through all of them. Fa- favorite episode. Here we go. What, okay, what let's yours? hear it. It's got to be the the Halloween night one with the with the monster with the pumpkin head. Mm, that one's a good one. That one's up there. That, but that but or it, what is yours? It probably be my. Probably the boogeyman. I would say, yeah, with Oogie Boogie. Well, he was like, he's like this, got this big head, and he got, he has like 
goat feet have a long where his knees feet. bend backwards and yeah he comes out of the closet and he I guess he used to scare winston as a kid not winston egon as a kid egon. yep and like they have to go back and fight him that one but i also like the episode about the sandman where it's like eh, wouldn't it be nice if everyone was always asleep anyway that's my best <laughs> that's my best sandman impression so creepy i know it was like this it's it, yeah i don't know how the guy did the voice but but i think this definitely took off huge this was as big as i would say like the ninja turtles oh yeah having oh, yeah. their own cartoon because they had tons of merch yep and great the, toys probably the kids probably never even seen the movie and maybe just caught the cartoon and they're like oh i want to get the toys i want to get my own proton pack like yeah everything Ghost Popper, Firehouse, Ecto-1. And it's interesting that they also chose to make Slimer like a part of the team, like a good guy, and he was like part of the team. I like that. They they probably needed that extra comedic like um, to put into the cartoon to make it more kid-friendly, I guess. Like, Well, in the movie, he wasn't really malevolent was he i mean like he was he just like slimed peter but he uh, i mean they kind of busted him for they kind of killed slimer for no reason he was he was just trying to eat some turkey right he was just eating he was being a glutton he wasn't doing anything wrong anyway (laughs) i love the cartoon uh uh, one thing that i will say is when uh what is his name's lorenzo something the main the guy that does peter's voice right when they changed to Dave Coulier, it was kind of rough to listen to. Like, That's right. I remember coming through the episodes and then some of the voice actors changed. And I'm like, what happened? It was like Dave Coulier doing an impression of Lorenzo. What, what is his name? He's so famous. He did Garfield. He did Peter. Right. That's, That's what I was saying. It's, I love watching Garfield as well. So you're like, oh, yeah, he does Garfield and this associated. And then it changed. You're like, well, who is this guy? They should just recast them like yeah it was dave coulier who played uh um uh, uncle uh, who was who he on full house there was oh, jesse uh, uncle joey joey yeah it was joey how did i forget that <laughs> and then he and then he also did one of the uh it was funny because him and bob saget both did like one did like america's funniest home videos and one was america's funniest people right um i mean we talked a lot a lot about this here but i couldn't bring up a uh a little uh facts on it if you guys want to know a little bit more um real ghostbusters here we go um it looks like it uh series ran september 13th 1986 yeah. through 5th 1991 produced by columbia picture television and deek enterprises and distributed by coca-cola telecommunications nice um Series continues the adventures of the paranormal investigators. Um, let's see. Yep, it has their secretary Janine, their accountant Lewis, and their mascot Slimer. As oh, they- so Lewis was in it. Yeah. Okay. Um, spirits and specters and ghouls around New York City and various and other worlds. Um, it's got to have. Can we get some episode titles in this? I know the Boogeyman Cometh is one of them. Oh, it doesn't. Yours is uh, called the the uh, the night Halloween something. I think. Right. I wish they had. Uh, and there. Oh, it does say here there was a spinoff for the Extreme Ghostbusters. Yeah, I watched a few episodes of that. You can you can watch Ghostbuster episodes. Um, because wasn't that Hasbro? I think I think they're on. I know you can watch GI Joe on YouTube, but I think you can watch Ghostbusters on YouTube as well. I'm sure someone uploaded it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Dave Coulier, Peter Venkman, seasons seasons three through seven. Yeah. Lorenzo Music. His last name is Music. That's why I couldn't remember it. It's such a weird last name. <laughs> he was season one and two. Oh, okay. Fair enough. The Real Ghostbusters. Check it out. I remember watching this as a kid, too. Like I remember like flipping through the cartoons on Saturday morning because you had like four or five channels to pick from. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, all right, which what's the best cartoon that I can watch the next 30 minutes? Right. Right. So, right. Anytime, if, anytime forth. I found Ghostbusters, I was like, game over. Doesn't matter what else is on. Absolutely. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Watching it for sure. I didn't have a ton of the toys, but really enjoyed it and enjoyed Slimer in it for sure. Yeah. Me too. 
All right, we got a few few more left on the list. Um, most of them, I would say almost all of them, I have not watched. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember, so we'll find out. I'll go in order of my tabs here. Um, we got Men in Black came out. If you guys remember that movie with um, Will Smith. Before he was yeah. slapping fools. Before he was slapping fools. <laughs> um, yeah, aliens that... Uh, not aliens. They're 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 the men in black agency who goes after aliens. That's right. That's what they do. Um, let's see. Am I am I sharing the screen? Looks like okay. it was on WB from October 11, 1997 to June 30, two thousand one. So four seasons. It's pretty long. Pretty good, I would say. Yeah, definitely for a cartoon. Um, I don't know if they had a toy line based on the cartoon as well. But yeah, I'm pretty no. sure I remember toys. So I would have been freshly 16 when this came out it came out uh fall of 97 i i wonder if i ever watched it i mean i think i still watched cartoons up into my teens here's some of the uh art style images of some of the aliens they have the, the classic the... the classic yellow aliens with like the forearms right right and the antennas um let's see and they, what did they say here i think they changed it so this show is set in an alternate timeline to the men in black film universe. So that way they weren't like shooting people. <laughs> right. Or like messing up any continuity errors or right. whatever. The most significant differences in the series is that agent K did not retire and agent J is still regarded as a rookie. Gotcha. Some episodes do incorporate aspects of the film franchise. Um, while the series offers internal continuity and extended plot arcs, it is primarily presented in standalone episodes. So it doesn't really like build off of each other. It's kind of each in each individual episode is kind of right. Like... I almost prefer if it's like like if okay, like say Mighty Max, where you're building to this ongoing story rather right. than just getting a, a little like okay, this is this episode we go here, but. To each their own. Yes. <laughs> um, another cartoon that was a movie is Godzilla. Oh, you know about that one. Uh, I feel like I remember the cartoon. I remember going to see the movie in theaters. I remember getting the CD because it had the Green Day song, the Brain <laughs> Stew remix. Nice. Um, and I feel like I remember. Um, I feel like I remember seeing the cartoon in, in passing. Yeah, let's take a, a look lot of these. A lot of these later, you know, ninety-five to, to two thousand. Um, I was I was well into my teenage years, and well, this one it says this one aired on NBC, nineteen seventy-eight. Oh, that's not the one then. So it might be a different. I mean, maybe it had more than one. We'll see here. This yeah. is what I had pulled up: the okay. Godzilla Power Hour. The series continued to air until eighty-one, packaged um, with other series under various titles total of 13 original episodes were produced in 78. Um, let's see. The show expanded to 90 minutes with an addition of Johnny Quest reruns okay. and retitled the Godzilla Super 90. Um, trying to see if there's anything in the 90s about this one here. So the, not in that one, but they you remember the Godzilla came out in the 90s with the Matthew Broderick. There was right. a cartoon based off that as well. Let me see. And that's what this we one talking about. Sorry. This one here, right? Nope. Not that one. No. Oh, okay. Uh, Images. Let's type see. in Godzilla 1990s. There it is right there. This with one the, with, the, with the green. Nope. Oh, this one here. Nope. Down, down to <laughs> this one. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Godzilla I remember the, the video games that came out. Yep, that's the one I'm remembering. Right gotcha. There. I yeah, I can't say I remember this. I I think I do remember this one here, the uh, the one that came out in like 70s, late 80s. Yeah, we were probably watching that in like 84, 85, maybe even right with the reruns. reruns. Right, right. Um, yeah, cutesy Godzilla, I guess, making into a uh, there he <laughs> is fighting Huggy Wuggy. Where's what Huggy Wuggy? Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Godzilla the cartoon. Maybe you guys watched it. I don't know. Did you watch the 90s one or the 70s one like Russ? Yeah. I, I didn't even know there was more than one. I do remember a, a Game Boy Advance game of the one you were watching of that series. 
Interesting. I'll have to look into that. Interesting. Um, let's see. We got a few more. We got maybe you've seen this one. There was a Back to the Future cartoon. I feel like I did see Back to the Future, the cartoon. Yeah. I watch that. And again, they had. Um, so you, you had have known of this because they had. Um, I don't know if it was Burger King or McDonald's, but they had the toys and it was based yeah. off the cartoon. The Burger King Kids Club. Right. Kid Vid. <laughs> Kid Vid. The first real inclusive group because they had a gal with the wheelchair. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, so this show, Back to the Future, the animated series. Show lasted two seasons, each featuring 13 episodes and ran on CBS September 14th, 1991 to December 26, 1992. What a terrible Christmas present. So I said, you wake up and you're like, my show's canceled. What? The network chose not to renew the show for a third season, citing low ratings. It was later rerun on Fox. I bet I watched it um, on both. Um, the premise is, following the conclusion of Back to the Future Part 3, Dr. Emmett Brown moved into a farm in Hill Valley with his wife, Clara, their sons, Jules and Vern, <laughs> uh, and their family dog, Einstein. As with the films, time travel was achieved through the use of a modified DeLorean, which had apparently been re rebuilt after it was destroyed at the end of the trilogy. The DeLorean now has voice-activated time circuits and can also travel instantly to different locations in space and time. In addition... To folding into a suitcase, because why not? Exactly. <laughs> the characters also travel through time using the steam engine time machine Doc invented at the end of the third film. All right. And they definitely made um, NECA um, action figures of the cartoon series here. And there was even some if you got a box set of the Back to the Future trilogy. I think it came with the two seasons of this. Very cool. Yeah. Back to the future. Give it a watch. It's it's goofy. Goofy fun times. Um, what else we got? I think we got two more. Lay them on more. me. Three more. We got Clerks. Remember okay. that movie? You know what's funny? <laughs> this is probably a sin, and everybody's going to oh be like, God. what the heck? I never seen Clerks. Oh, well, I was going to say, I thought because because your dad's a pastor. And you, maybe you've seen it, snuck out and seen it. I've only seen Jay and Silent Bob or the or whatever that one that came out in like the early 2000s was. Right. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know about Clerks until much later in life. So, yeah, definitely R-rated movie with some uh, vulgar stuff in it. And they said, let's make a kid's cartoon. Why not? <laughs> it didn't get very many episodes, though. I think there was only six episodes. It was a first broadcast on ABC in 2000 based on Kevin Smith's 94 comedy of the same name um, developed for television by Smith. And let's see. Yeah, if it came out in 2000, I probably never saw this. Yeah. Seasons one, episode six. Um, what do we got? Does it say any? According to the commentary for the series premiere episode, Smith and Moser first had the idea of the animated series in 95. In that same commentary, Moser claimed that they pitched the series to every network, including HBO, Fox, the WB, and several others. They were given a 13-episode order from UPN, but turned down the offer in order to be on a bigger channel like ABC, having been told that UPN would be off the air within a year. Wow. Um, yeah, I can't say I've seen any episodes of this. Me either. I'm curious to see what it would be like, even though I don't have any basis for the movie whatsoever. Here's the art style there. I don't love that art. Art early two thousands art. Yeah. I'm not a fan. It's like it's almost like thick lines. Like I was uh I'm kinda like looking Just at it. It's like Powerpuff like, Girls, maybe. Yeah, which I also hate. <laughs> The Powerpuff Girls. Sorry. It's not because the, not because of who they are. It's because the, I just hate the art the style. The style, not a fan. Yeah, fair enough. Take me back to the eighties to nineties or mid early nineties. Like, uh, I think that like the style I like most is like X Men. You know what I mean? Yes. Give me that. Definitely that's or Spider Man. Spider Man. Yes. I got two two left. 
We got Police Academy. You guys remember that movie? I just remember the dude that made all the funny noises. That's right. <laughs> I'm sure most people did. All the cool sound effects. They decided to make it into a cartoon. 65 episodes. Two wow. seasons. So I also remember the cartoon. There are there are, there are toys uh, which are referenced often in my retro life because um, he played with them. But I wonder if the cartoon, the toys were based off the cartoon. For, for I would think Academy. so. Yeah, you can see some of the animation style here of the characters and stuff. Um, I was going to say if any of the toys pop up over here, but let's see what it says for, I guess, premise premise wise of the, the show. Um, some episodes featured a crime boss named Kingpin. He's keen intelligence, girth and stature are very similar to the Marvel comics character. <laughs> I guess they're walking a fine line of uh, copyright infringement there. Um, the oh, the animated series more popular in Europe, especially in Italy. Weird, interesting. Um, the animated series takes place chronologically between the fourth and fifth films. That's interesting how they made it go with the films. That is wild. Thirteen characters are recreated for this animated version, including a team of academy graduates led by Carrie Mahoney. Um, great name. <laughs> Trying to see if it says anything else in this. Mahoney. Mahoney. Numskull, Weasel, and Wooly. I Mr. love the Sleaze, villains. Claw, yeah. Phoenix, Amazonia. Lockjaw. The Clown Gang. The Phantom. The London Bridge Gang. The Phantom of the Opera. George and Lenny. C.D. McLeach. I like that name. What about Madam Zelda and the Land Pirates? I like that too. That could be a dope band name. Madam Zelda and the Land Pirates. Wow, those are some funky names. That was the best part of the whole show. <laughs> Look, oh, right here. Action figures. Kenner produced a line of Police Academy action figures based on the animated series. There you go. I wonder there if Tyler was a big fan. Excellent. And speaking of action figures, to close off this episode, the next uh, cartoon certainly had some awesome action figures, and that was the cartoon The Toxic crusaders who i remember based, buying the comics for those based on the movie the toxic avenger um yeah let's see if we could bring up some of the uh the images here obviously all the toys you could see right here um looks he's lime green if you ever seen toxic crusader um he he fell into a bat of toxic waste uh he was a uh I guess like a janitor, so his his weapon of choice is a mop. <laughs> also, uh, there's Genesis game, which you can see here if you're watching YouTube. Yep, yeah, there was a video game. Can't remember how well it well it was, if it was a good game to play or not. But I like how weird he looks. Well, he's like, yeah, like a it's almost a these band of like mutant misfits. 1991, um, aimed at children, loosely based on the films. Features Toxie, the lead character of the films, leads a group of misfit superheroes who combat um, pollution. Um, so this followed the trend of environmentally considerate cartoons and comics at the time, including Captain Planet and the Planeteers, Swamp Thing, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Adventures. Speaking of, we could throw Swamp Thing in the mix, too, just as a mention. Uh, it started out as a movie. I think it did have a cartoon. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, it says right here. It's an animated television series based on DC Comics superhero series was short-lived with the pilot episode airing October 31st, 1990. Good good time to air an episode. That's right. Spread on Halloween. Um, let's see. So prior to Toxic Crusaders cartoons based on R-rated under 17 must-be-accompanied films had indeed been attempted with programs like Rambo, the force of freedom, which we talked about in here. Yeah. yeah. So again, taking those R rated films and like, Hey, let's make a uh, <laughs> kid's cartoon on it. Perfect for kids. I guess so. Um, do they have any of the, uh, here we go. Episode listing. Obviously episode one has to be the making of Toxie, right? This spuds for you. Club Fred. Um, a tree site trouble. for stories, tree trouble, pollution solution. I like that. <laughs> Toxie ties the knot. 
Ooh, he gets married. Gross. <laughs> A sight for sore eyes. Invasion of the Biddy Snatchers. What are Biddy Snatchers? Cesar Zostar has gotten tired of Dr. Kilmorph's repetitive failures that he ends up replacing him with General Garbage. General Garbage plans to replace the elderly citizens of Tromaville with evil clones. That sounds amazing. Listen to number 10. What a weird name. The name of the episode is The Snail Must Go Through. That's disgusting. <laughs> well, as I was saying, Toxic Crusaders prepare for Yanni's concert as Dr. Kilmorph and Cesar prepare to pollute Tromaville. The Toxic Crusaders gain help from a new mutant called Snail Man. Snail Man. I mean, it's all about like the grossness and everything with the, that series and that's the it. line. And you know, it was cool in the '90s to have like gross things. I do remember. You remember there was a um, a Ninja Turtle uh, action figure. I think Muck it was Man. Muck, Muck yeah, I had which him. Was very toxic. Similar. Yeah, he was. He had like trash all over his body and slime came with him a little thing of slime yeah yeah so again you know that's just if something else works copy that and see if you can cash in on the uh what the kids want quick question do you still have um the police academy thing up that you're reading off wiki i mean i could just search it no nah, don't you don't have to there no. was just something random i'll read it later there was okay. something random i saw <laughs> it said they had reused a toy for the joker and I want to know what that was. Oh, like a uh, reshell and yes. repainted them. I want to see what what the deal with that was. But anyway, there we go. You guys will never know. Sorry, no. tune into the to the uh, Facebook page to maybe see a picture. There you go. <laughs> you guys could follow us on there at the Weekly War Pipe, or you could check out theweeklywarpipe.com for past episodes, future episodes, and get your merch. We got Weekly War Pipe mugs. We got magnets, stickers. Pins, pins, and shirts as well. I have to add the shirts. We have the shirts. I need to add them. So if you want a shirt, you could always directly message me and be like, Russ, get me a shirt. I want it. Make it so. <laughs> um, yeah, follow me on on uh, social media at Russ Lyman. You can check out my YouTube's and all the good stuff I got. And Jay, where can we find you? Hit me up on TikTok. I'm this close to 50k. Get me there. Um, and then you can watch my old episodes on YouTube. And most importantly, every Wednesday and Saturday, right here with my buddy Russ Lyman for the weekly Warp Pipe and Warp Pipe Wednesday. That's right. We go twice a week, guys. We got shorter episodes on Wednesday, so tune in as well. Then, as always, guys, I'm Russ Lyman, and keep your world fun bit by bit. Hey, then.